Time here. Welcome back to Owl Celebrates Learning, a podcast that features the stories of students from the Owl community. This episode of the podcast deals with migration stories around Europe following the Second World War. I want to warn listeners that they are going to hear about some atrocities in this episode, including those of a sexual nature. Fifty-five million people were displaced in Europe during World War II. In the end, 11 million remained. Six million volunteers and forced laborers, two million prisoners of war, 700,000 surviving concentration camp prisoners. These millions of people turned Europe into a hub of migration. World War II caused millions of people to voluntarily or forcibly leave their homes. The majority of these people were Jewish concentration camp survivors who were forced away and tortured due to their race. When the war ended, millions of displaced persons remained. Most voluntarily migrated home. Some were forcibly repatriated at the hands of the Soviet Union. For the next nine years, approximately 650,000 people migrated overseas every year. 450,000 people returned to their homes each year between 1945 and 1954. Many European countries had strong pull factors of job opportunities and economic booms, which opened up their borders to migrants. In Poland, Czechoslovakia, and other countries, millions of Germans were expelled, forced to migrate in retribution for Nazi Germany. Meanwhile, in Germany, the cultural views were seeing a dramatic turn from pre-war. Germany was no longer a proud, militaristic country, rather an ashamed nation whose people were clouded by the war. Germany was a country full of refugees and migrants, most people leaving the country. Many Jewish people sought permission to enter Palestine to escape Europe, but the British mandatory government denied entry. Others tried to start a new life, but received anti-Semitic remarks from others, forcing the Jewish people to migrate. In 1945, or... uh end of 1945 uh, we decided to go back to Kalish and uh, we had a very bad reception things like you're still alive Hitler didn't finish his job this is the second time that Michael Smerling and his family fled Kalish after only being there for a few months after the war ended it was a battle of life and death. So all we could survive was a few months. And we ran away again. But this time we went to Germany. To a city called Hof. A large number of people chose to immigrate west, across the Atlantic Ocean to Canada, the United States, or east to Australia. These people traveled in large groups, resulting in chain migration with people from all over Europe. The travel experience was very difficult. Everyone just wanted out of Europe. They wanted comfort among the group, but the different cultures made it difficult to have easy travel. Everyone spoke different languages, the most common being Yiddish, German, and Polish. On the ships were primarily mothers and children who were struggling to feed over the long ship rides on the big, scary, empty ocean. 
Eva Krutein was just 20 years old when she fled from recovering post-war Germany in 1945. She traveled with her infant daughter, separated from her husband and family. When the uh, Russians came in, they raped people, mass raped them, and uh, then came the famine. Some of it was um, done as a punishment for what the Germans had done to the Jews. And so to have children, to have a baby or so, and you don't, you never got milk or anything to eat. So what do you do? When the tension between the United States and the Soviet Union became so tense that we we thought so intense that we thought the Russians would take over Western Europe, and we thought we should leave, and we left because of that. The West isn't. It sounds like geography or so. It had nothing. It actually has a political meaning because the East were the Russians, and they were wild and uh, was terrible. It were terrible. But uh, in, in the West were the Americans and the. Uh, and the British, the British were absolutely gentlemen. I mean, we lived in a British-occupied um, zone, and I, I had so many good experiences with them. They were just gentlemen. For most displaced persons, they didn't want to be in a place with such trauma and remembrance of the biggest, deadliest war. Post-World War II not only had geographical changes, but dramatic changes on the populations and locations of millions of people. For the countries people immigrated to, they experienced large cultural changes with the mixtures of different cultures and the influence of European lifestyles. It is important to remember that we, as a modern society, can never truly understand what these people went through and the reasons behind their migrations. Thank you, Catherine, for sharing a few stories from the many survivors from that time in history. If you are interested in hearing more stories like these, please subscribe to the podcast. Please consider sharing this podcast with some other podcast lovers you know in person or via social media as well. Positive reviews are always appreciated. You can find other high-quality student work at owlcelebrateslearning.com and reach out to me at owlcelebrateslearning at gmail.com. Insert snappy closing statement here.